learned about Motley Crue from the bad kids. Yeah. I go home, and I'm telling you, that following weekend, I had Shout at the Devil and Too Fast for Love. Ugh. Shout at the Devil, and really Too Fast for Love, you can say the same thing about it as well. Every song at a different part of my life was my favorite song. It is Vinyl Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness. On today's program, going to be looking at Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil, released September 26, 1983. There were three singles released on this one. Looks That Kill, Too Young to Fall in Love, and Helter Skelter. Uh, Shout the Devil was also played on rock radio. Joining me today, as always, we've got uh, Greg Hansberry, our producer. What's up, G? Yo. Joining us, though, in studio to break this down, be the one and only Columbus radio personality, Mike Austin. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are you, man? Good to see you, Arch. I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you, Greg. Today's beer of choice, since we are doing Shout the Devil, I went with, uh, this is uh, Victory Brewing, and it's Hop Devil. It's an IPA. Ah. And we're looking, here we go. Thank you, Greg. Local brew, eh? I don't know if this is local. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, this is uh, Downington, PA. Ah. Well, they make good beer there. Yeah. Downington. Yeah. Motley Crue would approve. Exactly. Well, it's hop. It's hop devil. So yeah. I, I try to pair it up. Last I got, I got last you. episode we did uh, Paul Stanley's solo album with uh, Michael Hannon of Salty Dog. So, right. I love Salty Dog. And uh, we, you and I need to do the uh, vinyl analysis on that oh, later on. By the way. Yes, please. But uh, last week we did a Brooklyn Brewing company. Oh, it, was yeah. a, it was an IPA. So I figured you know it was a New York beer. Yeah. It was you know they were New York Very guys. Fitting. So I would have. I would have. Guest uh, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> yeah, no. For Paul Stanley. Yeah. Ouch, man. Yeah. Well, you know. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It. And that's no. I know he can, and that's the thing. <laughs> no, Hannon was all over it too. He was. was ba- he? he was bashing on him like, dude. You told me you like love and chains, and then you're gonna come on here <laughs> and, and and pull this crap. <laughs> but the whole I, podcast was like. Ace is the best, but but yeah, but yes. right, right. right. Yeah, we all but we all know that, right? right. We yeah, all... Paul is number two for sure in uh, my book. Yeah, me too, me too. And then Peter, and then you know, wow, you've got Gene guy. last. Yeah, did he? How did he piss you off? You know, him and Paul actually pissed me <laughs> off recently. I was in uh, um, an an LAX, and they have one of their rock and brew restaurants in in the airport terminal. I'm listening, and. The food is outrageous, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. Right? but And it's just cheesy decorating. And then they give you the food on a tray, and you have a plastic knife and fork and plastic uh, plate. And I'm like, all the money I've spent no on doubt, Kiss, no and doubt. they're giving me plastic utensils. They make Kiss coffins. <laughs> yeah, You can't kiss get everything. Some, some china up in this. Right. You can't give me a real fork. Uh, yeah. That's and, bullshit, but that's man. Yeah, that's a lot. There's all other right. reasons I don't like Gene, but whatever. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. This episode of Vinyl Analysis, it's going to have some ups and downs. And I'll be honest with you, this is going to be almost like therapy okay. to a certain extent for Mike and I. Yes, it will be. Honestly. And, and this is I'm so excited to have him on for a number of reasons. We're the same age and musically we're, we're dialed in. Yeah. Okay. Right? Right when we first met, however first many years ago, yeah. we're, we're, we're dialed in to the point where, okay, uh, Sammy Hagar ruined our favorite band. Oh, uh, absolutely. Okay, okay fair okay, enough. Yeah, I mean, right. He basically turned Van Halen into Journey, but we'll, that's for another, oh, yeah. that's for another time. Well, I Don't think get a, me lot started. Of, a lot of people would agree. Okay. Okay. Uh, we, we feel that way. And with this particular band, Motley Crue, we, this is going to be therapeutic for us. Mm. 
the first two records, Too Fast for Love was the first one, and then you had this, the 1983 release, Shout the Devil, which is what we're going to talk about eventually. Yeah. And I found out in vinyl analysis, the record itself, it's kind of secondary. It's just kind of riffing and getting stuff off your chest. Therapeutic for sure. This is going to be therapeutic because also, Greg, because after Shout the Devil, it it went downhill. Oof. Went downhill. Oh now, they were successful. Wow. Don't get me wrong. They had a, a home sweet home. The way he tickled those ivories. I think he played it with his, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen way. him honk a horn? Have you yeah. seen yes, him honk I a have. horn on a boat? I know what thing? you're talking about. Right. And they went downhill. Jealous, they went yeah. downhill. But we're gonna we'll get to all that in just a little bit. Mike Austin, if you could uh, take us back, and, and I'll tell my Motley Crue story of when I first heard it, when I experienced it, because I went in, I went in hardcore, and I know he did too from all the stories we've shared over the yeah. years. Talk about the first time you heard Motley Crue, Mike. Uh, okay, I'll try to Reader's Digest this. I'll try to be as brief as him. I can. I got enough beer here. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm playing basketball at a buddy's house in 1983. And then late fall, early winter, and oh we're playing. And I paint weird. a picture. I'm telling you, so this I'm going to so try weird. and how edit. similar our stories are, Greg. <laughs> this is insane. My friend, we would run a, uh, an, a a cable out to the boom box. Now, Greg, those were the little ghetto blasters, which mm. were little radios with two speakers on the end, cassette and a cassette deck. Uh-huh. And he's listening to this 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 tape. And when I go down to you know, I go down to his place, and I'm shooting baskets with him, and we're listening to this, and I'm going, what? is this man every song was just killing me and he showed me the cassette cover and and he's motley crew and i'm like who's motley crew and you know we, we he didn't know who motley crew was either you know so we're looking we're examining the tape and you know all of a sudden i had to have this yeah. you know, shout of the devil record that's what we were listening to was shout of the devil and i thought my god i've got to hear more of this and you know i asked him if i could borrow the tape of course he says no so I have to wait until my mom can take me to uh, Buzzard's Nest Records. Yeah, maybe to Buzzard's Nest. And right I, on. I was so proud when I when I walked up, you know, as a, however old I was, 13, 14, or 12, yeah, we 13. Were 12. We were 12, yeah. bro. When I go up to the counter and put that bad boy on the counter, and from then on, I couldn't get it out of my, my uh, Walkman or the boombox, whatever I had, and I was 100% into Motley Crue. The same friend told me, I just found out, you know, there was no internet back then, obviously. You had to hear this word of mouth. This is how we did it. <laughs> right. Greg, honest to God, you're looking at two pioneers right here. <laughs> we're, we're like Amish guys talking about <laughs> yeah. this damn record, bro. A word of mouth, my friend who turned me on to shout, he heard about the Motley had an older album oh, that was out a couple of years ago. so crazy. So I buy that album, too. Right on, and man. Double Fist and Motley, oh. and I am so happy. There's like 20 <laughs> cuts or something from these both, out, both these records, and I am just... It was heaven, bro. Yeah, it was back heaven. and forth it in the heaven. cassette deck. Back and forth. All the time, I didn't go anywhere without these tapes. And so many memories associated with each one of the songs on these two albums. I buy the posters. I buy the t-shirts. Yeah. I tried to get tickets. Motley came um, in, uh, in 84 with, I think, Saxon. They, 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 <laughs> they opened for someone over at Vets Memorial. Yeah. And I couldn't get tickets. They were sold out. A friend of mine... I found out that Motley did an in-store autograph signing at Buzzard's Nest on like Hamilton Road or Morse Road or something. Wow. And I didn't know, again, no internet. I had no idea that this was happening. And a friend of mine comes to school the next day and he has his Motley record autographed. He has pictures of him at the, with the band. What I'm an so ass. mad. I what was mad ass. at this kid. Well, yeah, you should have kicked really, it right there. I, I should fight. have. That's... I, 
We didn't. And, we didn't get violent. And 83, 84, but, That's that's you throw down for oh, stuff like man. that. Oh man! And he knew he could have called me to tell me to come with, but he didn't because he wanted his shit autographed yeah, and he yeah. wanted to shove it yeah, in my he, face. Yeah, he didn't want you to be a part of it. So anyway, I'm just trying to say that I'm I am. Sorry, I was Mike. a huge fan right of this on. band. Posters, honest to God, all over my four walls. One wall was Mick. One wall was Tommy. Yeah. One was Vince, and one was. I almost said Ace, and one was Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> All four walls are pictures that I would get from magazines. I'd go to the Super X pharmacy. I would rip pictures out of all these different magazines. I would put a, put them all into the circus magazine, and uh. I would pay for that. I'm, I'm buying. I have all these posters all over. My, all I do is is listen and see Motley Crue everywhere in my world. At so this point. glad you brought up Circus Magazine because it was Circus, uh, it was Hit Parader, and it was Cream. Yes, and, those were the and honestly, we had to like figure out. You know, like you said, there was no internet, and not to be not to sound like our parents, right? But honest to God, we we normally found out if if. You know, Vince was going to go to jail through like through circus, the, through hit circus magazine. cream, even. Um, you know, later uh, on, Rip, which was a great mag. Uh, yeah, that was a great mag. Mm. Now, you bring up the time frame. You're at basketball practice, and we're talking September 26, 1983, is when this when this record dropped. Yeah. Yes. So, I am uh, I'm coming out of basketball practice. Coach let us out early. And I'm waiting for my dad to pick me up because we were we we got out early. And the bad kids. When I say the bad kids, um, they they had their jean jackets on. There was they had yeah. the jam box in the middle, and they were just you know in a big plume of smoke yeah, around the them. heads. The bad kids. That's what the we bad called kids. them. We yeah. had jocks, farmers, and heads. Okay, you had the heads. Yeah, we had we jocks, had farmers, and heads. Yeah, uh, I was a uh, jock to start, but I'll. Let you know where I was later. There was yeah. a combination between <laughs> yeah. farmer and head. Yeah, but from anyway, ninth to twelfth yeah, grade. Could, I found yeah, out you no. could combine both of those. But sure. But but no. So I'm waiting for my dad, and I hear this music that they're listening to, and uh, I was like, "Man, what the hell is that? That is, man, that's awesome. That's not. That's not kid. You know, at this point." I was I was kissing Van Halen at that I was point. kiss Van Halen ACDC. Right, right. I was and kissing Van Halen. It, and that man. was it, man. That All was it. All my world was revolved it. around was those bands. And I hear this and thank God I uh, knew one of the kids who was in the bad he was in the bad group. His name was Shannon. Mm-hmm. Shannon and I had played basketball together uh back in grade school. And right. we kind of drifted apart because obviously he had a different set of friends sure <laughs> and it a happens. lifestyle and you were still on the basketball team and i was team. still on the basketball <laughs> team and i was like and i saw shannon and i was like hey man you know what is that and like the other guys i could tell the other guys were like no nah, man just don't shannon don't don't he's like no nah, he's cool man he's yeah. cool he's like come here you <laughs> don't know let this dork come yeah, over here yeah so i walk over right i got my my marriott high school duffel bag and, oh yeah and i'm, I'm walking over and he's like, man, this is it's a, it's a band called Motley Crue, man. It, and, aren't they, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. And absolutely. you guys are amazing. I can't stick around. Uh, honestly, coming. because there's a lot of illegal stuff going on <laughs> yeah. here. But I'm going to take off, and I'm going to remember this. By the end of the weekend, and, you know, it's it's so true. I learned about Motley Crue from the bad kids. Yeah. From hey. the bad kids, I go home, and I'm telling you, that following weekend, I had Shout at the Devil and too fast for love, Ugh. and it was I had never your eyes opened. Well, it you was were reborn I, after Kiss Alive two, gentlemen. Oof. I never thought I could love again. <laughs> I no. never thought I could love again. And that's a long stretch between and, Alive two and and Shout. Yeah, oh, it's because I was Kiss. I mean, it was all yeah. Kiss. It hey, was it was Ace Frehley. Before Motley was on the wall, it was all Kiss. It was all Kiss. Yeah. So and this kiss this cards. this Motley Crew thing hit, and 
Well, let me tell you something about Shout at the Devil. Shout at the Devil, and really Too Fast for Love, you can say the same thing about it as well. Every song, as I went along for the next, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight years, however long I was, you know, and I kept this going, and I still put it in. Yeah. Every song at a different part of my life was my favorite song yeah. when it came to that. I could, you know, let's 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 go down it here. Let's go down the list. Shout the devil. That song, the opening song, yes, in wow. the beginning, right? Right. One of it's the coolest a, intros ever. Right. It just kind of lulls you into the boom, boom, wham. And then shout the devil. Boom. Shout the devil was my favorite at one time. Oh Looks God, at kill. Yes. How could that not be bastard? The oh. first. I mean, seriously, bastard was my favorite. Uh, their version of Helter Skelter. And, Unbelievable. And and why they did Helter Skelter? Why they did Helter Skelter? I guarantee you, it wasn't because they were Beatle fans. They were into Charles Manson. I think that was the uh, you know the whole you know it was the because I tell you I, and they and that song sounds badass more than paperback writer which is a song that they did on the too fast for love yeah, tour yeah uh i have a, a friend of mine has a bootleg video that we watched it years ago it was motley live in 81 at the troubadour in la and they do paperback writer which is a great song to no, hear paul mccartney sing don't get me wrong right but to hear the these guys you right. know motley do it it was awful they covered the right Beatles song when they did Helter Skelter. That's all I'm saying. It was a perfect fit. Absolutely. I mean, but any, my point is, Red Hot, Too Young to Fall in Love, Knock Him Dead Kid, uh, 10 Seconds to Love. 10 Endanger. Seconds to Love? All of these uh, songs on this this this, uh, this album yes. were a favorite. I had a favorite. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So if you were to have a pick, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, not going to tell you. I don't. You don't need to tell me who your favorite child is. I, I just, <laughs> you know, if, if you were, let's just say, man, if we're on uh. an island... And they say, "Hey, you get one crew song off a, off a shout." Oh. I mean, and 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 that's the thing, man. I, not too many records, and we're going to get into this because this is the happy-go-lucky period for Mike Austin and myself. This is this is when things are great with Motley Crue. Okay, things are awesome right now. Yeah, we're, they we're, are. we can't we can't even decide what our favorite song is. I couldn't tell you my favorite song I, off of Too Fast. Don't even do it. No, I don't want I you to do it. That's I, I, I hate seeing you like that. I don't want you to do that. I, I, I never partake in those polls on Facebook right, and stuff, no, your, your you. best albums. I couldn't, I uh, the OCD in me, I would be analyzing this. I couldn't come up with the top five, but I tell you, Shout would be a top five record. I just can't pick a song. Right. Oh. I'll say this. I look at this and I see a 12-year-old Mike Austin right there just rocking I, his I'll tell you this, balls off. I don't think in my 46 years, I'm on, I'll be 46 in May, uh-huh. in my 45 years on this earth where I said, hey, that's Motley Crue Bastard. Turn it down. Right. Never. <laughs> that is never. never. I'm not picking never. a favorite. No. I'm not picking a favorite. <laughs> never. But I'm just telling you, yes. that has never come out of these lips. I, you know, I agree. Can Greg, I say, I, I, please. I, I'm very envious of you. We grew up in a great time, oh, bro. Yeah, we grew up in a great time. When I was 12, I had fucking Puff Daddy. Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, we grew up in a great time. Yeah. And I'm not da- my sisters, I have older sisters, and I was a whoops. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't, look, I get it. The Beatles and the Stones, you, yeah, you guys, you rock. I, I get that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. They can't appreciate our time. No, they can't. But that's cool because that's how it always is. It's called vinyl analysis, but so far we're talking about cassettes. You know, like that's an interesting time too. Like that early '80s where we, there's a start that transition. Like it's the it, convenience it of the cassette. Yeah. You could take the cassette wherever. Like I said, I was playing that was basketball. For your car. That was for your car, yeah. man. But, and or, did you or, still have a? I mean, we oh, have a vinyl yes, yes, copy in front of us. My copy. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I bought, bought the both. tape at first, but I went back through you know a couple of years later and I bought the vinyl of, of both Motley records. 
So you have for your yeah, stereo well, and, and a lot or whatever. Of times, and, and a lot of times, Greg, and, and Mike, back me up on this, if, if you agree, a lot of times, if you buy the tape, you had a better chance of getting the lyrics on the record. Yeah. You had a the better li- chance, and that's I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird, but that's 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 the uh, that was the dilemma for kids in the 80s. Yeah, some it, of the it, tapes didn't fold out. Yeah. But you there was get, always oh, liner sing, notes and stuff. Look at that. And, look at that, right man. Sure. The record. Yeah. And it just meant more. And there was sleeve. a lot of times where I would just put my records up. My, they're up. Yeah. With tapes, they were more mobile. Yeah, yeah, that's all that you was. Take it in this, your jam box. This record here, that is a work of art. That's something that you display, you know? Which is why I think vinyl is thriving more than ever right now. Because people, with all the digital downloads, people can appreciate <laughs> right. and, the, the product. And, and I'm also seeing this on Facebook, and, and it, this shit needs to stop. This whole thing of tapes coming back because now fine, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's coming, dude. They it's are. coming, and I've seen They're, it. I've seen been, it. I still yeah. have all you, mine. I mean, so Jesus I'm Christ, good. the hipsters. You can yeah. block that out too if you want. But these hipsters, <laughs> no, these I, hipsters. That's a, and it's a thing. It's like no, they like vinyl now. So now we're gonna yeah. go back to cassettes. Let me tell you something, man. Cassettes suck. They yes, they, they do. are flipping horrible, man. Just They're wait, horrible. Wait till the first time these hipsters. Sorry, I overmodulated there, but the tapes <laughs> are. They're bullshit. Wait man. till the first time these hipsters have to hit fast forward to to hear a song, and then they they went too far. Shit! And then you got to hit rewind. Yeah. Then you go back too far. You got to hit fast forward again. That's a pain in the balls. CDs, records, you can put the needle wherever. CDs, you know, click, click, click. Yeah. You're on your track. But at the same time, cassettes was probably how you consumed most of your music back in 1983. Well, no, no, and in yeah, fact, I had in a fact, yeah, I had a turntable, and I want to say. From about 85, and I was thinking about this, from mm-hmm. about 85 to about 89, my vinyl collection slipped a little. Oh, yeah. It slipped mm-hmm. a little. Me too. Because I did. For the same I did. Reason. Because I was mobile. Once yeah. I got my driver's yes. license, then yes. it's like I was. No records, man. Yeah, because I. It, what's the chance I'm going to get a chick back at my house? So I had to do with where <laughs> you're in my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to have car. the tunes in the car. Another thing you, you, you could do, and it's not the best quality. But you could put that Dub bastard it. on the turntable and, and then it. hit record, you know, on your attached cassette deck on your turntable, mm-hmm. yeah. your stereo unit. We did that, man. Then you would hear the fucking thing, you know, when you're listening on your headphones and you'd hear, you know, yeah. you could hear the, which is fine, but you didn't have to buy the cassette too. But I'm a sucker for the artwork. And I, even to this day, I buy CDs rather than buy the iTunes. I don't even have an iTunes account. And I, I like the artwork. I have a shitload of CDs at home. And I love to know that they're there, and I can. Put, I, it's yeah. maybe it's a you physical gotta hold thing, it, man. You got to yeah, hold. That's it. why you vinyl is still yeah. vinyl. Why yes, it's still relevant? Vinyl is still relevant. I absolutely. Mm. This is vinyl analysis. I'm Arch Madness. Greg Hansberry, our producer in the house. We've got uh, Columbus radio personality Mike Austin in with us. Now things are gonna let's let's get it off the skids. And and and, and quite honestly, there's gonna there are guys and gals, whatever. Who I would say rode the Motley train throughout. You know what I mean? So let me yeah, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you of... what's going on here. So you got Too Fast for Love, and then you got Shout the Devil. All right. And me and Mike are probably gonna get off here. Okay. We're gonna mm. stop at this station. Definitely off. Then you've the got you've got Theater Pain, you got Girls, 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 and you've got uh Dr. Feelgood, and then it's it just the and shit. And whatever, on. yeah. I have no idea. Look, this is gonna if you know, and obviously <laughs> This is going to be distributed around the world. There's going to be people hearing this podcast who love Motley Crue through everything. Yes. Right on, man. And I love him. Yeah, Let me good tell you something. You. Cool. Tommy Lee is one of the best rock drummers. Nikki Six is one of the best songwriters. I, I'll put Mix 
licks up against anybody. I, I, and I will. I will. Again, I would too after hearing the first two records. But then the, the minute do, do I it, heard, bro. okay, it's it's uh, over. Can it's I, over now. Now it's gonna. This is where it's gonna get weird. <laughs> this is where. Greg. This is where the Valentine's <laughs> Go ahead and start love it, dude, story ends. We, yeah, it's over. It's fucking over. I'm, and and we're tell them about it. It's Mike. it's spring. I believe spring of '85, and I'm all over MTV again. Vince killed a dude. Yeah, in between, yeah, Vince killed a guy. Done time. <laughs> uh, I'm reading all about th- throughout the last couple of years, from '83 to '85, when when Shout was released and when uh, Theater of Pain was released. I'm all I'm, you know, MTV would show a little bit of metal back then, not a lot. You sure as hell weren't hearing this on the on the radio around here. You know, I would read Circus Magazine. I would get up. I was up to date on my Motley crew. I knew how many cops they had beaten up, how many beers they drank, you know, because that's all these stories were about. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know? right. Yeah, they don't take baths and they bang a lot of chicks. Yeah, that was and, they, like their and thing. they're a gang. They'll kick your ass yeah. if you fuck with one of us, yeah. man. And I'm reading this as a 13, 14 year old going, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know if Mick's yep. going to kick anybody's no, ass. Mick's, he was, yeah, like, he was, he was yeah. old in 83. Yeah, yeah, he was ancient back then. So, anyway, um, it's 85. MTV all over the place is, prom- is promoting that they're going to be playing the world premiere uh, video smoking. of Smoking in the Boys' uh, Room, the new that, Motley Crue song. And oh. I'm like, fuck yes. So I take that uh, uh, boombox that I was talking about earlier. I put a blank Maxell cassette tape in there. And I'm, I'm fingers on the triggers, man. The, the uh, play and record buttons. I got my fingers right there. I'm waiting for this video to premiere at four o'clock or whatever. And you're gonna record and it I'm from gonna, the TV I'm speakers. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna hit yeah. record and I'm gonna hold the microphone of this boombox up sure. to the yeah. TV the, speaker. The rich kids had MTV on stereo. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I did. but I wasn't. That wasn't my world. <laughs> yeah, but I go, did. Go, I'm sorry, Mike. Go. So I've got a mono recording. I'm getting ready to record. Yeah. So the video starts and I'm I'm watching and of course I'm listening. And I see the guys, you know, I kind of remember seeing them before I heard anything. And I remember seeing them, you know, on the Shout record and on the Too Fast record, they look badass. Yeah. And the music backs that up. Reach on, I'm seeing Mike. them now and, you know, like, they, the wardrobe, their, their, their total image, their look had changed. And it was a little weaker than I had liked. I was more of a, a of Vince a dirty, had pink on, dude. Vince yeah, had pink I mean, they on. Were so just go pink, ahead and say it, man. And they didn't look cool at all, as Zero far as I cool. was concerned. And then all of a sudden, my ears open up, and I'm hearing this shit. <laughs> it was shit, man. Of Smoking in the Boys' Room, a Brownsville Station cover. Oh. Great song. No, jam. A jam. Right? A jam. A jam. But to hear Motley do it, it just... I I, I mean, and I'm, I'm holding this fucking heavy boombox up to the tv and all i'm thinking of is how i hate this shit but i want to love it because i've committed to motley Crue sure. for the last in, two dude. years you're in the room like i say decorated i'm, I'm buying t-shirts and every all kinds Greg, of shit it was, it was fucking horrible i'm making man. the the, the gloves that say crew. i made those gloves at Vince this was has. my last halloween that was yeah, my last yeah, trick-or-treat i, I, I was nikki six and shout I'm I'm devastated and I'm thinking, man, Crush, when I go to man. school tomorrow, I'm gonna get shit from all of my friends who go, you these guys are pussies, you yeah. know, and, you know, and I was totally afraid that that would happen, and it, you know, pretty much did. Um, you know, people would make fun. Yeah, Motley sucks, you know, and I I would yeah. defend them yeah. even though I knew in my heart that it sucked. I couldn't go against them because of the past two years that we had together that I enjoyed so much and have so many memories with both of those records. And then, you know, from then on, like you, you said, said it, man, you, you know, said it, you said it, you, you said everything downhill. that I was going to say. And, and honestly, they would with 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 theater of pain, with girls, 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 
with those two records in particular, you got two solid tracks. And everyone's like, well, you don't like Wild Side? Yeah, I like Wild Side, man. I get it. But damn it. There was there was eight Wild Sides. Yeah. There was eight Wild Sides. Yeah. I, Even better than Wild Side. But there was eight, like, in-your-face rock tracks, dirty rock. And I, that first Motley Crue record, and we're talking about Shout Out the Devil, Too, too Fast for Love, my God, underproduced, and it's one of the oh, best rock albums yes. ever. Ever. It's and just I one said step it. And I said punk. it. It's, it, it's it, thank raw. you. It's I wasn't going to go there, but they, because the punk, you know, they yeah, were going to no, have those it guys is, on It is, man. Ass. No, it is. But it is. It, it is. It was man. raw rock and roll. It Underproduced. Is. The less production, the better, as far as I'm concerned. So what was it? Heroin. Was it Heroin. The MTV, yeah. Heroin, man. Heroin. Was it culture and This is the MTV culture, and the second week in a row, we're going to talk about heroin and how it screws it up. Trust me, drugs helped Aerosmith and Elton John. It did not help this band. <laughs> no, not at all. They and, lost their vision. And, 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 Nikki lost it, man. Well, I, I think I always kind of blamed it on the Bon Jovis of the world because sure. these guys, when these guys came out, hair metal wasn't called hair metal yet. It was heavy metal. It was you know yeah. rock. rock it was and roll. hard yeah, rock. And these guys, you know, in the early '80s, pre '85. They, you know, it wasn't. It, the image was more hard ass, more badass looking. And then all of a sudden, Bon Jovi comes out, and I'm not blaming Bon Jovi or those yeah, let's bands, blame but you know, whatever. Let's blame I mean, them a little. Let's blame you know, them a little. I, I, you know, give it a name. You know, I mean, they they were all pretty, and they were all, you know, they had the hair, but it was all like teased and styled. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't pop music. It was pop yeah, music. man, it was pop it was bad, with an man. electric it was guitar. Bad. And and uh, you know, and so Motley's like, shit. These guys are making bank off this bullshit. Let's write mm-hmm. "Home Sweet Home." Home Sweet Home, and that was it, man. Cha-ching. They sailed off, dude. And then, they sailed. Yeah, off. And then without you, and they later records. Off. You know these pussy ballads, and-, and and let me let me let me tell you. So late eighties, around eighty six, eighty seven, I got into Metallica. All right, I got into Metallica. Uh, okay. yeah. Metallica hops on the uh, Ultimate Sin tour with Ozzy Osbourne. They're in support of Master of Puppets and my world. And, and there it was again. So that was like the next. That was the next big crater shift, or uh, what do they call those things? Not the crater. What's that? What's that called? Like fault line. Oh, yeah. Fault line. Yeah. Fault line. Yeah. That, that was the big shift. Was when I heard Master of Puppets, and then I went that direction. Let me tell you something. How this comes full circle, guys. All right, Lars and James Hetfield hear Doctor Feelgood. The first few, and, they, and that's what they said. They heard that. Bob Rock produced. They hear that Asshole. and say, we want that sound. We want that sound. Not only did Motley Crue fuck up their own sound, mm. they, they, they screwed up Metallica, man. Mm-hmm. And then they did the Black Album, oh. and they turned to shit, dude. Oh, they turned to shit. And quite honestly, I liked Garage Days, and we'll, we'll do a Metallica me on another day. Yeah, me too. And Injustice has its has its moments, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me but too. But it was it was gone, man. That Meta- Motley Crue ruined everything. They ruined uh, and Metallica. Bob Rock, Bob Rock did. Yeah, this. It was Bob. It was Bob. Bob. Rock I don't want to because I love Nikki, and, but, but and he's see, one of the greatest the guy songwriters sells ever. Records. You know, I they mean, I it, I know I hate it. Well, the Cult is one of my favorite bands. Electric. It comes out in 87. Rick dude, Rubin produces it. And Rick dude. Rubin says, drums and wires, plug in and no effects. We're, we're playing rock music. Just do it. Bob Rock did the follow-up to the Cult's Electric Sonic Temple. I'm doing the dynamite thing right now. Boom! And it was it, it was up. way more, uh, you know, it's so more. It is, right. it is. But that's what Bob does. Fuck Bob Rock. I can't yeah. stand that. Yeah. Guy. So, and look, if, and if Nikki Six were down the road to hear this, Nikki, I, I swear to God, man, I, I love you. 
I do, man. I, I just those first two records, and uh, and he wrote. Thank he, you so much for those records. And and once even like when he kind of got clean and stuff and everything. Yeah. I, I, he writes songs for other people. He's yeah. such a good songwriter. Yeah. He's such a good songwriter, and there's He's a, a few talent, good. For sure. There's a few good six a.m. songs. I dig it. I get it. But man, those first two Motley records, bro. Tough to beat. Greatest ever in that whole genre. And I'm gonna say this, and Mike, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this beforehand. If you don't want to hop on, I totally understand. <laughs> the greatest Motley Crue album after Shout at the Devil was the one they did with Karabi. Was the oh, one they did with John Karabi. And we, oh, we, I, I totally agree. Karabi is so got 94, more voice 95. Than and Vince I don't have it in front of me. I don't, 94. I, yeah. yeah. It, that, that record, the Motley Crue, Motley Crue oh record with John Karabi, it's like they had the fire again. Yeah. It was dirty. And it was, it a was flop. nasty. It was a f- absolute commercial broke, flop. Which sucks, but I'm thank God for that album, though, because I, I don't care record. about their financial situation. Uh, yeah. I love listening yeah, to that rich. album. They'll be right. fine. They'll they're be good. fine. You saw Tommy Lee's <laughs> boat and how he honked the horn. Yeah. They're it's, fine. It's got, a, got a horn honk. Jesus, dude, it. don't you feel better? I, do you feel I do. a little better? I, I do. It's good to get that. You know, it's good to talk to somebody that gets it, you know, and that's what I like about you. That's how we bonded, of course, but to to be here in this forum and to be able to, you know, talk about something that I'm so passionate about, because I I, I, I took it personal. I did, man. man. I did. I did. It's I did. So I did. stupid. Even now, I'm 45 years old. I don't, who cares? Dude? I still get pissed off. We're in when radio, I, man. This is this was our life. We, yeah, you know, yeah. and I know you play guitar, and and I like to dabble, and I know three chords. Me but, too. But, That's but, all you need. That's but, all you need. But, yeah, but I'm not Joey Ramone, man. I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, my last name's not Ramone. But I, I think that uh, this is, these guys and what they created in this era, and I want to say 70, 77 to about 83 or 84, these, this is the reason I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Oh, I said it man. last week. It, it's, it's, this yeah. is why we are where we are, man. We, we, we no, didn't we no didn't question. become we didn't have the musical talent per se no. to write the song right but damn it we consumed it we loved it and we tried to make it our life yes. in another way and that's how we did it and, and I've told that story a million times about me I, you know I, I I played guitar but I'm not good enough to be in a successful band where I'm going to make money and I always thought that being a, a jock being working at radio would be like uh, work or you know would be as tough to get into as being a rock star. But fortunately, it's not, and I got in. We're in, and, man. And, and I'm around music. And now. Thank God, the last 27 <laughs> or so years of my life, 26 years of my life, have been in this in this business, and I've been able to be around all kinds of music and meet all kinds of people. I've been able to meet Motley Crue. Of course, I didn't tell him what I what we well, just no, talked I'm about. No, I'm just saying. No, I wouldn't I, be I, rude I, and say, "Hey, I hey man, I loved that. your first two records." After that. that, fuck you. Yeah, you know, I didn't get into it. <laughs> But right, right. you know, I'll be I'll be bullshitting you if I told you that I was not thinking about it. Look, I got news for you. Nikki Six, as much as a a, a music lover as he is, and as much as he wears yeah. it on his sleeves, I'm sure that some of his favorite bands he did the same thing. I, I got to agree. Is, this is he's just a the way it is. Fan, you know, he doesn't he, care. He's a musician, he's but fine. he's a fan too. Uh, Doctor Feelgood sold a shit ton. He's sure. all right. He yeah. doesn't. He didn't need Mike and I's money. No, no, no. we're good there. <laughs> Here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. Let me tell you where I'm at with this. My favorite song. My pick. Off of Shout the Devil, and it's really hard to do. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm going to say Knock Him Dead, kid. Oh, knock fucking dead, jam. Kid. All right, knock let me dead, let kid. me be a big boy here. Do it. Just do it. I mean, my eyes keep looking. I'm looking at the track listing. My eyes keep going to, to Shout at the Devil just because that fucking beginning is so awesome. It changed us, man. I, I, that was the, you that know. It was the beginning, man. Right, and the, the boom, boom, It wasn't bang, in the beginning, but it boom. was the beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, I... 
10 Seconds to Love, of course, is such a sex, mm. but, and too young to fall. Dude, Holy shit. what are you doing? What I, okay, what are you shout doing? at the devil. There you go. Last, uh, Jesus, I, I final honestly, answer. If I, I, Mike, I, I would <laughs> it's have hard, went. It's hard, man. It's so hard, man. Oh. I went Knock Him Dead Kid, but I was going to do 10 Dead Seconds to Love. Knock Him Dead Kid is badass. Let's make 10 Seconds to Love our song. Yes, I don't even us. care. I don't even care. Which, Shout at the Devil's cool because that's one of the songs that I know the most, but you said it wasn't a single off no, no, originally. No, no, no. But now, now it was a song, and this is one of those deals again. This was a song that was played on rock radio. But it wasn't. They, a they didn't release, release it. it. Yeah. No, no, no. The, it was the, like a B-side to right. so you had, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the singles were Looks at Kill, Too Young to Fall in Love. Uh, you would have seen Helter Skelter. That was released as a promo, and I'm not... That that's I don't even know what that it's is. It's a collector, a collector. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's anymore. a great, yeah. great. That's cover. to get other people besides Mike and I back in 1983 <laughs> interested in it. Uh, Shout out the devil is was on rock radio and it still is. We uh, you know the station I work at we play it. Yes, absolutely. So it is what it is, man. But but uh, Greg, just be careful the next time you do listen to it. Don't listen to uh, Shout Out the Devil in front of your kids, because as listed on the back. This record may contain backward messages. Yeah. Caution. That's how we roll, dude. Right? That's how you think that fucking tag didn't rolled. sell a lot more records? The Man. devil sells. Ozzy Osbourne said that yep. years ago. Yep. I, I remember reading that. So, and he's right. Let me close with this. Mike Austin, I, I want you back again. Oh, and let's, good. Let's, let's schedule it. I want to do one here about three or four episodes down the road. Anytime, man. But what I want to do with you, I'm excited. Ultimate Sin. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne. Hey. But you know why? Because once again, we are dialed in. Randy Rhodes, one of the greatest guitar oh. players ever. Zach Wilde, one of the most badass humans oh, alive. Yes. But Mike and I are both Jakey Lee fans. Man. And I love it. Oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jake's Red Cartel. Dude. Uh, Red Dragon Cartel. Lands. They're back in the studio, though. And, yeah. and so more new music from Jake. But Badlands? Badlands, man. Uh, Let's do Bark at the Sin. Moon, Ultimate Sin. Forget We're going to do Ultimate it. Sin. We're going to do oh. Ultimate Sin together. Thank yes. you, brother. I hope you hey, had fun. Did that help? I had a blast, right on, man. dude. I right feel on. so much better. I feel like I should pay you. I'd be laying, I should be laying on the couch. Nikki Six doesn't hear this. I think we're going to be all right. But yeah. I think he'd respect it. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he should. Respect I mean, we love you, Nick. Fuck, yeah. We We've love you, man. And I hope you don't pockets. get. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know. He's good. He's, he's fine. Look at him there. He's badass. Look how badass he is. My last uh, Halloween, my last trick or treat was this. I got dressed up like Nikki Six. Shout out I did the whole thing. I did the whole thing. Man, Nine I didn't have right there. I didn't have access to that kind of material, but, but I, makeup I on to, yeah, with the, with the, the eye, eye with the one mark, yes, like he was man. Matt Hasselbeck before oh, there was Tommy a Matt Lee, Hasselbeck. Uh, the Tommy Lee, <laughs> yeah, two dude, yeah, 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 Tommy yeah, wore yeah. two yeah. stripes, yeah. and that was yeah. the thing. Look at that, that Greg, badass. Greg, look at that. But uh, Tommy had the two two marks under his, and Nikki had one on either. It was oh. they were just they're the baddest asses alive. Yeah. So thank you so much, Mike Austin. Dude, my pleasure, man. It was the best for producer Greg Hansberry. I'm Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. I love that record.